SheQuest podcast is heart-opening dialogues for self-identify women on a SheQuest, a movement moving forward, striving to live aware, bold, and whole. Welcome. Do you have a body? Don't sit on the porch. Go out. Walk in the rain. Wake up. Wake up. You've slept for millions of years. Why don't you wake up this morning? Kabir. Welcome to SheQuest podcast series titled Bodyful. I'm your host, Estelle Thompson. These next series of podcast shows are titled Bodyful, Wake Up to Your Body. I hope you use this short radio show as a self-exploration tool for personal growth. Being on a SheQuest is striving to live aware, bold, and whole. Behind you, what you hear is my puppy, Edgar. <laughs> so if you should hear some farts and snorts, that's him playing in the background. <laughs> Dis- full disclaimer here. <laughs> there he is again. This month, we explore and dive deep in the magic of your body. For me, that means going beyond the intellectual understanding and moving into a visceral, moving, feeling place. If today's episode had a soundtrack, it'd be the song by Vice. Remember that song from the late 2000s? I feel it all. I feel it all. I feel it all. <laughs> I'll spare you. Um, but feeling it all is not something we always know how to do. How can we feel whole when many of us feel disembodied? How can I feel a sense of belonging in the larger world if I don't feel a sense of belonging in my body? My hope is this. I want this podcast to really start and kindle this conversation and, you know, surrounding feeling it all in our bodies and how can we engage with all our parts and give you some technique on how to feel it all. So thanks, Feist. But first, um, if you'd like a bit more background on the SheQuest philosophy around women and bodies, I urge you to listen episode three, how to start a practice of loving and looking at your body, and episode four, Project Body Love at Home and Embodied with Jesse Harold. In my first solo episode on the subject, I instill in us one of yoga's most fundamental teaching that all you need is what you have and all you have is what you need. I share my own recovery story of being a perfectionist and how I wanted to filter fix and hide my body and how the yogis and Shikra's path really healed me. In that episode, you will learn how owning your body is really owning your truth that triggers need not be avoided, and finally, that the body is the gateway to all the magic in this life you seek. And in Jesse's episode, you'll learn how presence, nature, respect helps us build a loving relationship with our bodies. So perhaps listen to those two before this one to just get a bit more understanding of what is it I'm talking about. Also. 
And the Shikwes initiation um, that you can get on its own, it's also, it's completely free with membership, um, but there are tons more insights, breathing exercise, yoga classes, all gear on body fullness, and that's in the module, uh, the body module. Um, and also one all-time Shikwesters favorite mindful art exercise, super cathartic, and that's called the shame dump. So get those on there. But for now, let's dig into what does it mean to be in our bodies fully and how can I start doing that today? We always start the podcast with asking the soul inquiry, what makes you feel alive today? Today, what makes me feel alive is strong coffee and soft sadness. Yes, sadness makes me feel alive today. So I didn't make up this term, body full, by the way. It's from the author Sharon Blackie that I first encountered that word, which made so much sense to me. Mindful is so mainstream, you know. And as soon as she explained uh, in her book, the concept and term bodyful, I had this longing for that word now, bodyful, to be mainstream. Her beautiful book, by the way, The Enchanted Life, Unlocking the Magic of Every Day is really good. I recommend, and I'll place the link in our show notes. Blackie talks about the many issues regarding why we have shielded off our bodies. Perhaps it is because we think it only houses the mind. Perhaps because we have been made to feel separate from nature and the world around us through cultural messaging surrounding women's body. Perhaps because we've ignored its pains, cries, until one day we, we could not ignore the cries anymore. The question remains, though, how can we fully inhabit our bodies? Well, let's look into this new term that she coins bodyful by, by way of its inspiration, mindful. <laughs> and as you know me, I went into the root of the word mindful and I just searched it in the dictionary. And the definition is the quality or state of being conscious or aware of something. But you know, um, in the language of ancient India, mindfulness mindfulness is really translated from that word sati, uh, which many original like Buddhist texts, um, you know, refers to like roughly means just awareness. So being aware. Um, so, you know, mindfulness is being aware of what's going on in your mind. But when we refer to bodyful, obviously it's, you know, being aware of what's going on in your body. But what really shifts things for me is when I heard my teacher, Frank Weller, um, who would talk about the root of the word mindful, also being the root memory. So mindful really is about our memory. And you wouldn't believe that when I did my research around that word sati, it referred to the same thing. It referred to remembrance and recollection. 
So this is so important, relaying it to body full, since our bodies have memories, our bodies have recollection and remembrance, our bodies have stories to tell, and we must bring those forth and out. So here are Sharon Spaki's recommendation for developing and cultivating body fullness. So I've just kind of condensed them and paraphrased them from her book, but do get her book, okay? First, respecting your body's rhythm, such as season and inner season. And I'm super proud to have spent the entire last month with membership, speaking and debunking our beliefs uh, surrounding the menstrual cycle and developing a real understanding and awareness around our own. She goes into, you know, simple remembering to move that we're not meant to be sedentary. And in membership, of course, we have the yoga channel, which offers so many yoga sequences. Uh, Again, thinking of a body not just as an object, but as a flower or just different ways to connect with it. There goes Edgar back here with a toy. (laughs) And three, engage with the world. Talk to the world. Sing to the world and dance to the world. And I have a little story pertaining to that. But, you know, all this, so let me repeat them so they're clear. So first she talks about respecting your body's rhythm. The second is remembering to move. And three is to engage with the world. So we've been taught, like, I think before I am from Descartes, But the world is not what you think, but the world is how you feel it and how you live it. We are the world and the world is with us. And I'd love to tell you a story. Um, In my retreats, I'm often inspired by the elements and what surrounds us. Once I was in Costa Rica leading a retreat and we had been playing every day with the elements. So, you know, I'll do uh, topics such as day one is about the earth element, day two, the water, um, fire, and so on. And we got to the air day. And on that day, the wind was so strong. I mean, people working at the resort told us that this never happens where they are. And internally, I was giggling. Um because the wind is not happening to us you know the wind is in a relationship with us if we see like the wind is the air is our breath is in and all around us and we are part of we're our nature and this is how we can honor and really acknowledge our unbendedness with the world realizing that you know we're not separate from the world we are one with it and the wind kept raging that day and the, it was as if the jungle was speaking to us and dancing with us and it was truly magic so Today's grounding techniques is from Blackie's book, a practice that is from the Tibetan yoga tradition, and it's called Touching Enlightenment. This is actually a technique that if you've done a yoga teacher training, it's like one of the first, I think, technique you we are taught of um, in a Shavasana. But it's just when you send um, your breath to specific parts of the body one by one. So I love to do this. Um, 
I'm just, now my dog Victor wants to come on. It's very busy in my studio this morning. Um, but I love to do this uh, touching enlightenment exercise. I lay down and my most favorite place to do it is literally outside my back on the earth. And as you know, I love to put flowers in my hair. Again, those are just little things you can do to engage with the world um, and in relation to your body so you don't feel separate from from the world. You feel you belong. Um, and you can close your eyes and literally one by one. And sometimes I feel your yoga teachers will do that where it's like a body scan. And I get a kick of people like, because I look at people wearing the Shavasana and they breathe and you ask them to breathe in their feet and you see their little toes kind of move, you know, acknowledging that they're breathing in their feet. But I would recommend you do this completely still, you know, uh, we don't need to like necessarily move to, to be aware of our like calves and our knees and our hips and our, you know, rib cage and all that. And just to feel the, the, the presence of them, you know, as they are. And the most incredible shift happens when you do that. Uh, because we don't think of our body as a, like an object anymore that con is controlled by your mind. But we realize that the body as its own intelligence and its own inner wisdom and its own intuition. Um the body is just just alive with all these stories that you carry, whether that be in your hearts or in your bones or in your blood or in your veins. Uh, you're full of them. It's really beautiful and poetic when you start to look at your body this way. And by doing this exercise, ultimately, you're acknowledging and revering in the miracle of having a body. Bessel van der Kolk from the body uh, that keeps score. It's another book that's really super heavy book, but another, you know, if you're really interested in the body part of, of the She Quest. Um, also, he highlights over and over again, um, you know, just by gaining like simple gaining awareness of our body parts, like literally like knowing when you're, where your shoulder is, like closing your eyes and have this like, inner internal okay my right shoulder is here like I'm doing it right now close your eyes okay my belly's here I'm feeling in and around your body um it just builds resilience and ownership of uh your body um and then that way you know uh, you're you're not hijacked by emotion when something traumatic happens because you have an internal and external reference of of your body so yeah so the grounding technique is the touching enlightenment exercise that I recommend with the tip of the month so you could do the touching enlightenment exercise lying on your back and going parts by parts to your body and then what I recommend this month is to write about your body um, why are you grateful for it for each part uh, and Jesse Harold in Project Body Love does this so beautifully. It's so beautiful that part in, in her book. Um, so you could get inspired by that if you have her book as well. Uh, you know, why do you love your feet? Your feet carry you wherever you go. Why do you have your arms? Your arms have carried your children and so on. Okay. Um, so yeah, this is wonderful to do after the touching enlightenment grounding technique.
The mantra is only in love by my most favorite, <laughs> the beautiful chorus, of course. The passage read today was from Kabir. The music in the intro has graciously been donated by artist Jen Grant, whom I adore. You can find me always at EstelleThompson.com or Estelle.Thompson on Instagram, where I'm most active yours in feeling alive from the inside and cultivating body fullness always e-star love you bye and bye from edgar and victor as well Ah.